With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Rhodes and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. All right, welcome back to the uh, college football playoff championship game. I apologize for my scratchy voice. This is Landlocks, it's Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. We are brought to you by Mississippi Distillery Company out of Clear, Iowa. I have my uh, Cody Road poured into my nice new Cyclone Fanatic Nut Cup uh, rocks glass. I don't know if that's supposed to be a, a Nut Cup rocks glass. Jake, did you? <laughs> I it just clicked in my head what you meant by that. Did you not take it like that? Like the football is hitting the nuts? No, I took it as like they make. I've seen glasses like that with bullets or whatever, and then I saw that. I don't want to get bullets in nuts. No, I don't think you want to do that either. I don't feel like I'm not. I'm not a jackass. They, that's what they should have. They should have done. They should have like made a, a print of a nut cup on the glass. Do you not get that impression? Saying. All right, no, anyway. I didn't. That's also, hilarious. I love that. I love also, that interpretation. We are uh, we are distinctly brought to you by <coughs> sorry about the coughs. Um by Wild Rose Casino and Sportsbooks at a uh, Clinton, Jefferson, and Emmitsburg. Cannot imagine a better Monday night than watching my go-to, and Jake loves this. I gotta get Jake to a sports book. So we can bet some harness racing and watch some college football championship games. Because harness racing is fun. Coach football playoffs is fun. And we're back. We're back here to wrap up the season, to discuss some fun stuff. It's going to be a short and sweet. I almost made an inappropriate, that's what she said joke. But <laughs> we're not going to go there quite yet. So, Jake, Jake is the champion. Jake- I am the champion. He got pretty sweaty, though. Um, Tez, I, almost, I almost got you. Tez unfortunately can't join us tonight. He's once again embattled with the chickens. I believe he's drowning in grease. He said. Oh yeah, he yeah he uh, the chickens dumped grease everywhere or something like that. I don't know. It's a tidal wave wave of grease. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was really it, it was really interesting to go through, and I I failed to do this. I should have bragged more last week. The our second week. I went 11 and 2, and I think it may have gotten brought up once on the last podcast. Did you bet all those games? I know me and Sean bet every single game. Every single single thing I put in there, I bet. The only game I didn't bet, because someone might have got a little sideways at the Legion, and the Texas Tech under, I made a double bet the North Carolina Oregon under, and then not realize that until the next morning. (laughs) I mean, they both hit. They both hit. So it worked out. So our yeah our, I I win uh, I won the the competition um, and, and basically our competition was you had to make a pick of some kind a gambling pick for every game so that could have been team to cover a spread over under team total over under whatever it is you know first half I don't think we had any halves or quarters uh, in there most they're pretty much all over under spreads money lines. Correct. Uh, team totals. Um, so I ended up 22 and 19, 53.7%. Uh, 
Uh, Ted, you were second uh, t at uh, 20 and 21, 48.8%. Uh, and Tez ended up at 43.9%, 8, 8, 8 and 23. But the the really, look when I go back and look at the numbers, I ended up um, going in the spreadsheet and making it basically week by week. You had three weeks of bowl games. And Ted, you basically went f like 500 every week. You yeah. had the second week, you went 6 and 7. Uh, but the other two weeks, you went uh, 50%. I went under fifty percent in a, a good chunk. A good chunk of me about like saying we can be able to bet as much as we want on the championship game to try to catch you, but I don't want to take away your free free tab. I mean, <laughs> like you could like bet like team total unders, overs. Half. That would that would have been an interesting thing. Yeah, I don't know exactly how we would have had to have done it. We would have had to somehow account for odds on what we were betting or something, but. Yeah, it was it was just interesting because you ba you basically go five hundred. I have one really good week with two under five hundred weeks to go with it, and we, you have Tez who had like a he started off so well, and we talked about it. He was like seven and one or seven and zero oh to start, and then had like a mediocre week two and a bad week three. It'd been a lot more interesting if I, Arkansas had won by more than two and a half because we've been tied. Yeah, we had like a couple games because I mean that. Um, so the LSU game. Um, Why am I betting that? But the under, right? No. You had the over, so you won that. Like you went, you went four zero in the last four. It, it was like it was basically I had to win two games to beat you, or I had to win at least one game I think to beat you. But you went four zero in them. It was. It really was interesting. It was like I was watching it because I was filling it in as we went, and uh, it got it got. I didn't realize how close I was to where I would. I think I feel like we mashed up on that last day at least once, and I should have went sideways, but it doesn't matter. Um. So you went opposite me of me in the last game, and I thought you did that on purpose because I had it filled in already. Oh, no. both went opposite of me. No, I didn't. Um, what was the last game? What was the last game? That was <laughs> Penn State-Utah. So that game was Monday, and I got my kids back Monday. So, like, I didn't watch any of those games. Oh, really? And, like, I thought like I missed a really fun uh, Tulsa game. Tulane game. Tulane, yeah, that I two, didn't see it. that Tulane game was nuts. And Did I not sing a single snap of that Tulane game. That Tulane game was a lot of fun. I mean, that was kind of the. It was another just like. No, uh, we were watching movies all day. I didn't catch any of that, and it, it looked I've been, I've been fun to watch. I saw the highlights. I imagine it was great live. I ended up on too like probably too late in the season. I ended up basically a Tulane fan. I mean, Chris, uh, our fearless leader, Chris Williams, has been all over them. So I had the over in that game, right? Yeah, yeah you had the over, which covered. I had Tulane plus two. They went it outright. Uh, USC minus two and a half for Tez. So, so speaking of our fierce leader, I'm going to try to convince him to let us do this podcast through the Super Bowl, as long as Purdy's playing. I bet we can like have some fun. Like, look, it's short mini NFL. Oh, we can or, do some like quick hits on. Yeah. <laughs> relevant teams and what's going on yeah i mean i mean because everyone loves us and they want to hear more of us there's i mean these are these are what i mean i did notice that we suddenly got an influx of followers when our system bets went seven and two this week <laughs> yes. i wonder why that is because <laughs> you know like that, that that was a great 
uh, yeah, great uh, stretch of a week for that system. The Iowa all, State spoiled one of those bets. God damn them. Man, I uh, honestly, my college basketball betting has gone great outside of fading Iowa State <coughs> the last like week. I think I've lost uh, like five units total worth of bets, and just bet four the of them is Iowa State. Like, I mean, I've I done pretty good on the system too. I, I don't mind bet it, but yeah, I'm gonna start keeping track of that, and we're not gonna discuss the system with you because you have to follow us at Landlocks Pod on it's Twitter. Super secret, and you'll never know. You just have to follow the Twitter account and follow the picks. Yeah. So, all right. So we're here to discuss this championship game. And I'm not sure how much we can discuss this because it's 11.08 on a Friday and me and Jacob been in the bar since 8 o'clock this Friday. Something like that. Don't tell the bosses. Shh. It's our secret. Um, so I've been listening to other podcasts. I'm reading, reading things. Almost cussed. Didn't cuss. Um, it's amazing how, like, how little anyone has given TCU a chance. It's, it, it is like this... Almost David versus Goliath thing. I mean, you you tweeted out right away. Um, I think I'm it, so, I, was, I tweeted out. I saw I tweeted out at twelve two twelve in the morning on New Year's New Year's Eve. And then, <laughs> like that was was that from the Landlocks account or was that your personal account that you tweeted out? Like you're asking the, me what I tweeted out on two twelve a.m. Remember which two twelve a.m. on New Year's Eve and the New Year's morning. Just, just so everyone knows, Ted. Almost right away after the line had came out, tweeted out to take the plus 13 and a half. It's dropped to 12. And um, it's down to 12 and a half in most places. A lot of people that I follow, though, think it'll get closer to 14 for a kick. See, and that's really that's what I want, was hoping the number would do at some point. If I can get two touchdowns, I will take it. But I am, ter- I am terrified by this game, and I'm, I will tell you why. This... <laughs> If you listen to, I mean, everybody, everybody when they talk about it says this, but this Georgia team is full of pros and they have like five first rounders. If not that, they have seven first and second rounders. The The talent disparity is the thing that scares me. It's not, it's not like the coaching or the schemes or anything like that. You saw, you saw what happened when Georgia was matched up with uh, an Ohio State team that also has that super high level of talent. They got pushed. <laughs> TCU went into a game with Michigan where people said similar things about what they're saying for this game. Michigan does not have the level of talent that either Ohio State or Georgia have. That's that's the thing that like terrifies me about this is yeah, TCU went and did the damn thing against Michigan. I that's I I, I love it. I'm I so that. glad that they did. I get that, but Max Duggan is him. Yeah, Max Max Duggan is the. I think if if you want to look at one thing, um, TCU has the advantage at quarterback. I I and that's not to disparage Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett has also persevered. I mean, that kid wa- walked on. Uh, Georgia went to a, a JUCO or, a, or yeah, basically a JUCO came back, basically got re-recruited and was recruited over and stuck it out. And then now you have him. He comes in last year, 
wins a national championship, comes back this year because they finally good, let him start. Good for 48-year-old Setsa Bennett. I do <laughs> He's not 25. care. Council Bluffs native, Iowa native. I'm just Max giving him Duggan. his credit. Calm down. He's winning this game. I just said Max Duggan is the better quarterback. Calm down. Here's the thing. Everyone's talking about how TCU can't win this game. They don't have the athletes. They don't have the skill players. I don't think that that's true. They don't have the running back. I think it's more about the the the. You know what I keep thinking lines, about is what is what scares me. <coughs> Listen to articles this week, and Georgia players are like, they're like, "What do you think during an Ohio State game? What do you think?" And they're like, "We just kept thinking about that Missouri game, which they were losing." I lost a lot of money in that Missouri game. <laughs> yeah. TCU comes out. Scores quick. Defensive stop. INT. Gets up 14 nothing. No offense to Ohio State. No offense to the Big Ten. They're not getting that lead up, I don't think. I don't think they get the lead up against Michigan. Yeah, I, like, I think. TCU is that. TCU is that. They're, like, they're not. They keep like they keep doubting them. They keep doubting their like their playmakers. They keep doubting like the explosive plays and like, oh, they need two picks since Michigan. What's that they can't do the same thing against I mean, I'm I'm taking the spread, I'm taking twelve points. I hope I get to the fourteen. I'm taking the over too. Is that sixty two yeah, right now? I think I honestly the be, the best play, like if you're talking about there there's two th- there's two things that I, I lean on in this on this is if you wanna be really ballsy you throw pull circuit here. Hang on. You throw ahead. a little. You throw a little bit at the TCU money line. The my my bet if I'm if you wanted a bet for this game, a singular bet would be the over. I think yeah. I, I think I like the over in general. I also do kind of wonder about like a first half under. I think these teams might come out and kind of feel each other out. So on circuit, that's thirty one and a half. So they basically just they just split it in half. There isn't, I mean, which yeah. makes sense. They usually do that, but that like, I think if anything, ha- like it, it might come down like the because that's how the TCU the TCU Michigan game started, right? Like it was slow, and then the, they adjusted and stuff popped off. They started throwing haymakers and they traded back and forth. I think uh, you you talk about. Like you talk about TCU's defense, well, you can kind of you could say the same thing about uh, Georgia's defense and, and what they've got. So I do I do also kind of like uh, if you want to somehow integrate that into the first half being a little bit slow, um, not like uh, seventeen points or something like that. I don't think it's that low scoring, but I I do think I like the like a um, first half under. Sure. Or, or especially like a, I assume the TCU cover or the first half spread is like six and a half or something like that. It's then. seven. Yeah. So that I, that would be probably intriguing to me, too. I think the first half, at the least, the first half stays kind of low scoring and close. It's like I'm excited. For it. It's like the most excited I've been for like a championship game since probably the first Clemson Alabama game. And I do think it's hilarious. So, like, that's a good question. I saw that on or Twitter. A good, today. good thing to think about. And on there, like, which of these championship games is your most fun? And I'm like, 
And like the last 10 years, they've been all in blowouts. Like, what was the last close championship game? Oh man, I, I probably should have looked this up. I, I, I mean, that's that's at least the main I mean, not talking, blowouts, talking like, point about like the the semifinals. We were so blessed with that weekend. Just of the a glorious nine games. hours of football. Because when when the hell like we've we've never had two. That was, that was a we've talking had point. Two. That was a talking point last week. Remember how like the favorites are nine and three or nine and one, seven and three against the spread. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah, and, we've we've never had we've never had two really good, really close games in the semifinals. So that was fantastic. I, that that was a blessing in itself. I am a little bit um, I am a little bit scared. And one of my one of my buddies posted this. Um, I don't think that the the game was completely over, but it, after both games were high scoring, he posted. Now watch the championship game just be a like. 17 to 13 slobber knocker. I don't think that happens, but that would no. be very like apropos. I have heard like numerous podcasts that I, that I use to discuss gambling saying the under is the play. I can't see it. I can't see the under being the play. Like I said, I'm, I'm all on TCU, but as, as we've been, as, as we all know here, I'm very much an underdog person. I, uh, I took offense almost to a personal level. When an underdog is not given enough respect. And like, I just, I understand George is great. I get it. I root for them to win last year against Alabama. But it just got that Iowa State, Boise State blood in me, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. And I, I really, I really do want TCU to at the least make it a game in the lot like have it be a game at the end right? make them sweat make, make it difficult make, like prove that they they can't just they're not just gonna walk <laughs> that that like heart and coaching and team matters like i i agree with that 100 i'm <clears throat> the reason i don't I, I don't like the under is because i don't think that TCU stops Al or uh, Georgia from just like scoring what 35 30 like something like that like I think that they're going to score at least enough so it's going to make TCU tr like be try and be explosive like they have been like they have been a very explosive offense like I don't think they're going to be able to just try like neither of these teams are are, are going to be able to just try and grind this game out Right. So, like, I think it's very easy that it's a 35-30 type of game. Like, at over. least. At least. And that's over. Like, that's at, at least. Um, and, and as far as, like, the, the championship game scores, last year, 33-18. Year before that, 52-24. Year uh, 2019, 42-25. Year before that. 44-16. Then we get into some games. Alabama, Georgia, 26-23. Alabama, 35-31. I bet that 44-16 hit the over. That was Clemson, Alabama with Trevor Lawrence. I feel like that over had been in the 50s. Uh, Probably. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we, we've had some close. At least the final scores were close. 
I don't have a lot of recollection on some of these as far as how the games actually played out. Sometimes, like, some I, of these games could have been a lot closer and you get a late touchdown. Well, you know me, my memory. I forgot that. I, I forgot that Georgia played uh, Alabama last year, so. <laughs> yes, yes, they did. Also, just bet a NHL parlay, not realizing that one of those games is at noon tomorrow, so. <laughs> I've done that. I've done that with uh, NBA or not NBA NFL uh, like parlays. I'll just like start going through and clicking and not paying attention. Yeah. And it'll be like, oh, Saturday, Sunday, <laughs> Monday, and I'm like, well, I didn't really want to like span all three days, but you know, yeah, yeah. I'll probably cash out this because the uh, one that tonight was a plus money. So if that yeah, but, so so we we were like kind of talking about the quarterbacks or just like comparing the teams and sets and Bennett and Max Duggan and I before we started uh when I was just kind of hanging out I was curious to see like what their numbers were and they they're actually pretty comparable in like percentage and yards per attempt and their QB rate uh, the one thing Duggan obviously is uh, more of a rusher, um, and that's part of what's really helped TCU. He he kind of puts him on his back and, and gets the gets rushing yards. But the thing that's interesting to me is like they have really comparable numbers, while one of them is on a team full of high round draft picks, and uh, one of them is not. Right, and I think that really like, and and this is more of just a like me trying like praising Duggan for what he's done. I mean, that's a kid. He wasn't even like, it's a whole new staff. He wasn't even the starter at the beginning of the year. Like he was a middle of the road, big 12 quarterback. Um, you know, as far as what the team did, it, it, it's, it's amazing. It really is amazing. That's where like, and you know me, I'm a sap. <laughs> yes. Like it just, the universe is begging TCU to win this game. Like it's just, it's there. And I was saying Georgia isn't Alabama or Clemson or USC or like the big bad wolf because they're Georgia. And then they should be like, they just like, have, they haven't been, they've been very close to what Bama has been. They just haven't done what Alabama's done in the last, I mean, at least for the last, what, five, six yeah. years, they've been. They've been one B to Alabama essentially is what's happened, right? And it's just so they don't get the like the complete the stigma and you know hatedness of what Alabama is. So just go win the game, be be the bigger version of Boise State in the Fiesta Bowl. Let's go win the game. So what it, what is your 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 pick? Did you bet the thirteen and a half? No, because I'm cheap and I waited to add a bankroll. And, uh, what did, uh, I, I will bet TCU plus number. You're gonna you're gonna take whatever the plus is and the and, be your bet and the over over and, then I'll, and I'll probably sprinkle the money line because I just hope that my ten year old my eight year old let me watch the game. <laughs> Good thing it kicks off at eight. So I mean oh, I'll yeah. have it in bed. Is it so, eight local? Seven thirty, I think. Well, that's but, is that what yeah. it actually is supposed to kick? This is what it says. Okay. Man, all right. Yeah, I think, I think my plays. Um, I think I I really do like the over, uh, and it, it's counterintuitive, but maybe I I think there's three things over on the overall game. I like some first half kind of 
fading fading <laughs> the scoring in the first half. Um, I think TCU at the least hangs with them for a half, and I think that's because it's it's kind of low scoring. So you 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 get under maybe you get the under thirty one and a half, and you get the plus seven. This is where we're opposite. I think it's going to be like just chaotic, like feral cat chaotic energy the whole game. I feel like we're looking at an over from. I feel like the under is smoked within within ten minutes in this game. <laughs> you think it's like a 14 to 21, seven. 14. Like 14 to seven. Fourteen <laughs> to seven. I honestly, I honestly see TCU hitting a, a home run play early. And up seven nothing, then Georgia responding back, and then TCU come back. I don't think they're that aggressive out of the gate. I really don't. You don't think TCU will I be? Think, I think TCU I, has to be. I think that these teams are going to try and go out there and prove that they can bang with each other. Freezing. Yeah. No, but I, I think I think I think it's it's similar to what T, like TCU went out there and said, "Hey, Michigan, remember how you're supposed to bully us? Yeah, you're not going to do that." That's what they did in the first half. No, I get that. I, I just and I, and I think I think they're probably going to try and do a similar thing. Maybe not quite as much as they did against Michigan, but I think they're going to probably try and do the same thing. And Georgia's going to go out there and say, "Hey, remember what they said that Michigan was going to do? Well, We're going to actually say, do that to you." Didn't they say I saw something this week? They're like Georgia Tech has more has higher rate of recruits than TCU or something. Like I didn't see that specifically, but I mean I don't know what. Like TCU's not like a top went, top twenty five recruiting class. You know, I mean, what am I saying? I thought Sonny Jax was a young 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 guy. So remember that last week when we discussed I, that? I don't remember that part of it. No, but. yeah, yeah. So I mean, what do I know? <laughs> I'm just telling you, ribbit ribbit. I want to see the TCU Twitter video when they win the national championship. Oh man, that I I. That's a ma- that would be a masterpiece. I want to see it too. I wa- I literally stepped outside on New Year's Eve to watch that video at the bar. <laughs> just so good. My God, it was just so much Harbaugh tears. Yeah, it's fantastic. Man's gonna lose his job because he bought a hamburger. Nah, that man's going to the NFL. He's not gonna lose his job. He he could stay there all he wants, but he's gonna go to the NFL. Yeah, well, for a hamburger, gladly pay you for a hamburger tomorrow. Wait, how's that go? I'll gladly bet you tomorrow for a hamburger today. Oh, I yeah, got there you, yeah, got it. Now I think we're both on the same page. Go TCU. Like that's that's all there is to it. And before we leave you, we need to discuss that the coward Chris Williams was discussing being on his Peloton today, but avoiding us on our Mario Kart <laughs> tweets. That was a great. That was a great. Thing. Oh, I want to. I want to. I want to go at him. Um, so if you're listening to this, and no one's here, after, I was only in 26 minutes. Get on him. I will own him. I am Luigi. His name is Larry to me. Larry is Luigi. Well, I mean, we're, play, we're, pl- we're playing like N64 Mario Kart, right? No, we're playing on the Switch. Bruh. Don't bro me. We're on the Switch. It's all the same. Eh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I destroyed my ten year old so bad that the five year old <laughs> the, the five hour car trip to the ex wife's parents' house, he played it the whole way. Uh, he's he like, was, he's trying to train up. <laughs> oh he was. He he called me when he got there. He's like, I figured out how to draft. Well, that's cool. 
Oh my god, I've been playing this thing since I was your age. You ain't beating me. Oh, also, man. I also, I also uh, took some scouts in Mario Party, but the Mario Party also has like a chaotic energy where I lost a lot of that because like. Oh, that's very, very different things. The Mario Party I grew up with, like you won extra stars for like most points, most games won, and now it's like most spaces moved and most least amount of object spot. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Mario Party's never been my thing. <laughs> Mario Kart, I can get down with some Mario Kart. That's a, and Williams just completely dodged that. <laughs> he just just didn't he just didn't even. We used to play Mario Kart, and we'll, and we'll like oh, everyone go on this on the sixty four, like you said. And there was one, and you're gonna make fun of me. I like this word. We had a trace a lion with a uh, Crayola crown. How do you say it? Like a? Did you say crown? Like a, like a cr- crayon. I can't say that word. Crayon. Where, say crayon. Nope. Say crayon. Like crayon. cranberry. Just say crayon. crayon. Can, well, I mean, you can say crayon. crayon. Crayon's fine. Crayon. crayon. Not crown. crown. Anyway. You don't put the fucking thing on your head. The words that Jake is saying. But you got to trace a line of this big... Crayon. Crayon. Hey, there you go. And you might, me and my boys in Ains when we were in college, we used to play this game. And we had drinking rules, and uh, every red spot was... You gotta take three drinks, every blue spot, you gotta hand out three drinks. And this game we gotta trace a line. Early in the night, people are winning. And minigame winner gotta hand out drinks, obviously. But like pure winning this minigame, we had like a trace a line with like 96s, 93s, high number, right? Four hours later, if you're hitting above 50, you're taking it home. <laughs> like everyone makes a whole like oh, yeah. cost making you walk a straight line. Wait till you're a miniature. Nope, that's that's the that's the thing you gotta do. You gotta score above a fifty on <laughs> tracing the tracing the line. Wait till you're watching Yoshi holding a fucking Crayola crown, a bigger than his head, try to trace a line. After four hours of like just shots and drinks getting handed out. Oh man. Yeah. So. Anyways. And this Williams. has been been your heart. Williams, Williams, come at us, brother. Come at us. Challenge us. We'll take it. Yeah, I, I will destroy anyone who's playing at Mario Kart. Uh, I am Larry slash Luigi. Circa, put those lines on your on your uh, on That's your need. app. You cowards. <laughs> Until next time, I'm gonna go watch this hockey match. Let's do that hockey. Do the hockey thing. Oh, now it's tied. I already lost. (laughs) That's so fitting. All right. Later, guys. All right. Peace out.